Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. This week on the Disruptor Series, I'm joined by Charlotte Sands. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm so good. So happy to be here. On The Resistance, we were introduced to you in Loved You a Little. How did a collaboration with The Main and Taking Back Sunday come to fruition? I met all the main guys during Sad Summerfest when I was playing, I was opening for All Time Low, the main grayscale, some of my favorite bands ever. And I met them and luckily we all like got along and they were just the most wonderful people. And they reached out about potentially doing a song together and I didn't even listen to it. I automatically was like, yep, anything, any way to be part of it. I've been a fan of them since I was like 15 years old. So I... I'm just like really, really grateful that they trusted me with this song. And then, of course, Adam from Taking Back Sunday, he's a legend. And so when I found out he was going to be on the song as well, it was like icing on the cake. There was It was so exciting. So I'm just very happy that I got to be a part of it. So is that one of those collaborations where they kind of like sent you the part and you had to do it remotely? Or were you guys actually all in a studio? Yeah, we, we had to do it all remotely um, because of COVID and we all live in different locations. And so they're in Arizona, I'm in Nashville, Adam's in um, North Carolina. And so we all did our parts remotely, but we were all like video chatting and FaceTiming the entire time so that I could make sure that I got all the parts that they wanted and ask me to do the highest octave of every single part, (laughs) even when I didn't want to. And so, yeah, we were all very involved in it. And so you said that, you know, a lot of those bands from Sad Summerfest were like some of your favorites. Would you say that that like pop punk emo kind of stuff was a main influence because it sounds like there's a lot of influences in your songs. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I grew up um, listening to a lot of singer-songwriter kind of folky stuff, and that's kind of what made me become a songwriter, and that's why I wanted to start writing and starting playing guitar and that kind of stuff. But when I was in middle school and high school is when I really found like All Time Low in the main and We The Kings and all these bands that I'm obsessed with still to this day. And yeah, it was definitely the energy that I was like really, really wanted to recreate. And I, the shows that they put on, I was like, I need to be a part of this kind of energy. I need to make songs that make people feel the way these songs make me feel. And the, so that kind of turned into my goal because I never really, I loved the slower like storytelling songs, but I was never happy singing them for an entire show and just sitting playing guitar and having like a chill night. I was like, I want to kick something and jump around and have fun and really just have that big communal energy and like excitement and feeling um and so now I'm I'm trying to get more into that for sure. So when you first started were you planning on writing songs for yourself or was there the element of writing songs for other people? I've always wanted to be an artist. There was never a moment in my life where I thought I would be able to be happy not being the artist or the one on stage, just because that's my favorite part of the entire thing is performing. But I do love writing for other people. I love being able to kind of just write songs that may not have anything to do with what I'm going through at the moment or my current story or anything like that or my perspective and then I can kind of try and learn about somebody else and write about their perspective and I think that's so rare that we're able to really like step into somebody else's shoes and have to like write about it and so it just feels like a really good creative outlet for me and to be able to have to like use my brain in kind of a different way and it's it's just like very exciting and I, I enjoy it a lot. That's such a cool way to look at it, because so often we hear songwriters, it's hard for them to perform something so personal to them, and they don't want to make excuses. Maybe they were just feeling heartbreak that day, but weren't actually going through heartbreak. 
you know, they don't want to explain it, but here that you're putting your, your head in somebody else's place. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's, it's so much fun. And it's just like such a privilege to be able to work with so many incredible artists and songwriters and creators and all of it. So I'm just glad I get to be in the room. (laughs) Well, Nashville is a great place for you to be if that's what you're looking to do. (laughs) Absolutely. It's the hub for sure. Does your blue hair stand out even more in Nashville? Yes, especially because I've been there for years now. But when I was um, a few years ago, when I I've had it for about five years now, blue, and I was definitely the only person <laughs> that I knew that had blue hair there. It was just so funny. It was like such an easy reputation. People would be like, "Oh, the one with the blue hair," and so quickly. And so I was like, "Okay, I guess I should hold on to this. It's a very easy like calling card for me." <laughs> so yeah. I just is there a reason you picked blue? Honestly. I think it was my mom's idea. I can't like really remember, but she always told me that I should dye my hair blue because I had it all these different colors. I had it red and green and all everything. I remember her being like, you should try blue. And I wasn't honestly wasn't a huge fan of the color blue. I never wore it or anything. And so I remember dyeing my hair rainbow colors and it was like pink and purple and green and all these different colors. And then for some reason, the only colors that stayed were like the bluish tones and so I ended up just dyeing the rest of it and then it's just stayed like that forever and now it feels like my natural hair color. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. You were just in Milwaukee last month with the Maine. Did you have a chance to see any Wisconsin? Was it a pretty hurried trip? We unfortunately were basically I, I think on that leg driving two hours after each show and two hours plus before each show so it was very much like you unload at the venue, play the show, pack up, drive, unload. It's like the same exact thing. So I wasn't able to see a ton of it, but I've heard it's really beautiful and I have friends who are from there. Yeah, you'll have to come back and visit. I know, now I have a good excuse to. <laughs> yeah. And then you have a date with My Chemical Romance in the United Kingdom later this month. How excited are you for that? I'm so excited. It doesn't feel real yet. It feels just like a figment of my imagination. So I feel like I'm hoping that it will probably kick in like right before I go on stage or I'm like pulling up to the stadium and then it's like, oh, okay, this is happening. I need to like collect myself. <laughs> but yeah, it, it does, it's so, so crazy. I can't even believe it's happening. I'm so excited. I'm such a fan. And how many days will you get to be there? Um, so in London, we're going to be doing that show um, with my chem. And then I think two days later or something like that, I'm doing a headlining show in London which is really exciting because it's only going to be like my second headline show ever. So my first one ever internationally. So I'm very, very, very excited for that one. Yeah. And then you have a couple of days to explore and, and for things to kind of sink in. Yes, definitely. I'm, I've been to London before once and it was one of my favorite cities in the whole world. So I'm, I'm just so excited to be back. I think once you land and you see all the signs are different, it'll feel different. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> You just released a seven-song EP earlier this year called Love and Other Lies. Can you tell us about that album? Yeah, Love and Other Lies is basically just a collection of songs that at the time of writing them, it felt very random. It felt like I was going through a bunch of different situations and relationships and pieces of my life. And I was like, it felt like a different person in every song almost. And for a long time, I was like, there's no way this can be 
one project and these all have to live separately and um, they're all just going to be singles and there's no way that these will all make sense together and be cohesive. And then I realized that they all kind of had this one thread throughout every single one of them and I realized that each song being such a different perspective of similar situations just from a, like a different viewpoint was actually like the thread that connects it all and it's for me I'm able to listen to all those songs and it's like reacting to a situation differently in every single song and kind of experiencing different emotions in every single song and that's kind of what I realized was the strength of it so we put them all together and now it just feels it feels like this perfect complete project of like this roller coaster that I was on at the time and yeah, and I'm just really happy it's out. I'm really excited that people like it, and it's been really, really fun to make. So your headlining show, will it primarily be that EP? Do you have other songs and, and past songs that will be featured? Definitely. I think that there will definitely be songs that have already been released that I want to play, and definitely songs that will be released by the time the show is happening that I will most likely be playing. There's just like a lot of music and a lot of time to fill which is exciting for me. I'm very used to the opening slot when I only have 20 minutes, and so we have to cut so many songs for that. So to be able to play like an hour-long set and be able to play 10 to 12 songs is just something I've, I never really get to do, so I'm, I'm very excited for it. And that album also features your new song, Dress. Can you tell us about that song? Yeah, Dress, I, I love that song so much because it's such a collaboration of my artist self and my actual human personality self and I think it's really rare to be able to have a song that represents who an artist is as a person as well as their brand almost and I really felt like that song does exactly that it showcases my actual views as a human and what I think is important and that I think that being able to express yourself is important and going against social norms is important and those kind of things and expressing like what the importance of us all being different and the fact that differences actually bring people together and so being able to write a song that just feels like an upbeat pop song that people can just dance to and enjoy while also representing my personality and, and my beliefs is is really wonderful and I've, I'm lucky that I'm able to have it and to be able to sing it every night and um, I've just really enjoyed performing it and enjoyed having people love it and feel represented by it. Yeah, it's been a wonderful experience and I couldn't even expect the reaction that we received, but I'm just really grateful that people have loved it the way they have. Was Harry Styles in any way an influence for that song? Um, definitely. He was definitely one of the influences. I mean, we the conversation started um, when we were talking about my relationships and my types of people and how I've changed so much as a person, like the kind of people that I could see myself being with. And how different the definition of confidence has changed in my opinion and and in our society and what is now normal versus what was normal a few years ago and I just really respect trailblazers I mean there's been so many people throughout music and music history that have created these paths for other artists and I mean David Bowie and there's so many people um, who have worn things that people didn't expect them to wear and kind of went against the gender norms and that kind of stuff and so I think having Harry Styles and people like Harry Styles and Youngblood and these men who are feel confident and comfortable wearing things that people wouldn't expect them to wear and get confused by it for whatever reason I think that those are kind of like our generational leaders in that way and 
I, I he's definitely an inspiration to me and so he was definitely an inspiration for this song as well thank you so much for your time today charlotte yeah thank you for having me i appreciate it we're gonna check out your song dress right now on the resistance <laughs> 